30,000 gold for something yeah. that was her fault. She didn't immediately try to kill us. So. She fucking blows. <laughs> okay. Yeah, th yeah, this just got really expensive. <laughs> the Nazis well, well, it, were like, I already oh, died as well. So, so this has been a very... This has been a very costly... Yeah. Um, yeah. Dungeon crawl in a lot and of ways. We're gonna drop off Bertrand and Glue's gonna be like, "Cool, thanks, bye." Yeah. <laughs> you Especially have my. Is hated. You have yeah. my thanks. Hello, and we're welcome ready. back to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master for another thrilling D and D adventure. Joining me here today, you've already heard all of them are. Yep. Daniel playing Ched Fleek, and I'm already sharpening the guillotine. They all playing Desmond. I'm divining the future. I'm Zach and I play Falrock. I'm along for the ride at this point. I'm Matt and I play Layla and I'm just happy to still be here. Mm -hmm. Waffle playing Tarajax. I'm about to fly off the handle. Hello, friends. A quick note from Editor Joe here. While we were recording this episode, I was cleaning out some of my Chrome tabs and Spotify decided to start playing some music out of nowhere. Uh, right around seven or eight minutes, somewhere between seven and eight minutes of this recording. <coughs> Probably a little bit further in after inserting this little message. But uh, when you randomly hear the first few bars of um, Green Greens from Kirby's Dreamland, that's that's what that is. I'm aware of it, and hopefully it's not enough to like call the copyright police on it. But there was no way of extracting it without also losing dialogue. Anyway. A uh, brief note from Editor Joe, and back to your regularly scheduled Alchemist Club. Enjoy! In the absence of any fan mail, who would like to... I mean, we already kind of started reviewing <laughs> yeah. what happened last time from a very, uh, very biased perspective. Uh, but why don't we go ahead and uh, finish up that summary? Yeah, we went to the Falrock Zone, and uh, evil Falrock turns out to be a Firbolg lady whose name escapes me at this moment. And uh, she is like, I have the key, but I'm not going to give you the key because we are enemies. And then we're like, okay, but we really need the key. And she's like, just because you're enemies, though, and because enemies kill each other, that was a bad thing you did. And I want you to pay for the resurrection of all these people you killed. And we're like that sucks we don't have that kind of liquid funds she's like i'll take a down payment and we got fleeced for our money in order to have a key and then we Close went enough, to the but... <laughs> <laughs> we went to the office and then bertrand was the director and i i had a sneaking terrible suspicion this whole time that it was going to be some fucked up twist like that and we're just gonna be like oh no god what now um and so here we are and now here we are so for starters questions his placard what it what is the exact text of his little metal standee at the edge of his desk to know yeah. and oh god here we are now oh yeah <laughs> it was that whole sentence is on there yeah and what's the font as well? Uh, it's a very, very classy uh, time of Roman. It's no, it's not papyrus. <laughs> it's not it's Comic Sans. It's not Comic Sans. Is not it Garamond? Garamond? Courier New? No. It's Tell not. me it's not Cambridge. It's Times New Roman. Gross. <laughs> um, 
And it says Bertrand Halftallow, Director, Administrative Complex. That's did, his name. Did you yep. have other, I, other questions? <laughs> I kind of like I throw my arms out in like a neutral pose and I say, Bertrand, you're looking well. What is this? What are we doing here? What, what's all this? What's this energy? Yeah, how big is this room? Uh, it's it's larger than the other offices that you've been in so far. Yeah. Uh, no windows. Uh, Bertrand says, "Well, like it height, length, it, width. It the ceiling <gasps> is fifteen feet high. The room is a pentagon. Uh, that is, I I don't know that there's a good way of like enumerating measurements of." of non-regular shapes um but at its widest point it's 90 feet across whoa that's big it's an administrative office it is big there are a lot of filing cabinets yeah okay and desk he's got his desk which is big and fancy um there appears to be some sort of intricate machine uh, that occupies most of one wall that occasionally lets out a puff of steam and uh, some like belts and gears turn when it does this. Does this machine bear any resemblance to the destroyed one that we saw in Arklay? Uh... Maybe. <laughs> okay, so no. <laughs> I don't have any recollection of a destroyed what machine in Arklay. Question. So in uh, in Arclay, as a reminder for everybody, uh, because we bungled it and went in late, they kind of scuttled the operation. And one of the things they did is they intentionally destroyed or sabotaged some kind of machine that looked like maybe a person could be hooked up to it. And I was thinking it's either some kind of like memory extraction or cipher insertion device. And I was just curious. Oh, it does yeah. not look like a person could be hooked up to this one. Okay. Is there, like, a conveyor belt? Are there, like, pistons? Yes. You said there's steam coming out of it. Yeah, correct. It, yes to both? Yeah. So th- They're very okay. small conveyor belts, though. Huh. Maybe we can get directions to the executive offices. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, yeah this, this is, is just administrative. Ad- yeah, yeah. Middle management. This is where we're supposed to be, though. Yeah, we're supposed well, to be in middle management. I thought I was going to be destined for greater things than that. We don't know <laughs> where we're supposed to be. I, um, in the absence, I glance around a bit, a bit to make sure nobody else is, you know, a- attempting something here. Um, I just have to try to make the impassioned plea. You know, I like we're going to start there and we're going to escalate and change and take things in a direction from there, but. I'm just going to start off by laying it out. I'm going to say, Bertrand Haftallow, uh, we have been sent here to rescue you by your sister. She misses you very much. She believes you were taken against your will and inducted into this dark cult, and she desperately misses you. She has searched for you high and low across all the continents, width and breadth. She has suffered greatly in your absence, and she has sent out us some of her trusted uh, operators and associates to try and do the very same. And we have found you at last. Bertrand, please come home with us. Your sister needs to see you so that all of this can be put at ease and put to rest. 
and I will I will try to persuade him. Uh, however insurmountable the vile programming of the true church may be. I rolled a nat 20 that is a 29 on persuasion. Oh. Holy shit! And and while that is very good, um, yeah. a, a yeah. persuasion check is not applicable here. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, I, I know. I know she's been looking for me. It's She's made... She never did have Dad's knack for subtlety. That one, uh... That Can one I to me. insight check that? Like... I, sure. I'm still not entirely convinced this guy is Bertrand, so... Okay. Uh, well, that's only a three. Uh, sorry, guys. Used up all my rolling on that one. Uh, well, well, good luck. I'm going to insight check that as well. Because so. that's my thing. One of my things. Uh, 18? Yeah, it seems like he's telling the truth. So, from all intents and purposes, from what we can tell, this seems like... Like this Bertrand is the real Bertrand and Gloria's brother. Okay. Yes, as far as you can tell. So you knew, and you never reached out to her, or told her you were okay, or any of that. No. Why would I? I don't know. Your family. She very clearly seems to care about you. So, did you? Did you choose to be here? Of course. How do you think I worked my way all the way up to administrator of the administrative complex? They don't let kidnapped members of the church, those who have been coerced into following us in the inner workings. It wouldn't be a very good system if they did. What is all this anyways? The administrative complex. Yay. He points to his, are your Are your subdirectors coerced? No. Everybody in here is here of their own free will. What are you administrating that takes such a large facility and so many powerful subdirectors and presumably a powerful director? The true church. What What in the true church requires such a bureaucratic undertaking? It seems like a fairly straightforward operation from all the places I have visited or been forcibly visited to. You, it would seem that way to an outsider, wouldn't it? I'm trying to understand here, or make some small token effort at it. The True Church is a sprawling organization that is very secretive, operates in cells, and does not wish to be noticed by the world at large. This requires a great deal of bureaucracy to keep wheels turning smoothly and making sure that everybody is where they're supposed to be when they are supposed to be there. Also, uh, we do training yeah, like seminars here. Yeah, like when we're supposed to be in tubes with all sorts of things being pumped into our blood. Yeah, we that's did kind of gloss over the kidnapping right? stuff there. I, I I apologize for the the actions. I have to say, there's been some willful misinterpretation of orders on high between different cells as regards what's to be done with you. What would you do with us then? Well, I would make a a plea that you 
submit to our examination so that we can see exactly what changes have been wrought upon you by your, mm, let's say, unique situation. To what end? Yeah, why, why would we agree to that? Don't you want to know? Eh? I mean, only no. I, mean I could live, could live without it. Multiple times to cause yeah. this. Now you want us to willingly submit to more you should be able to understand we're not we're not really we're not really all that open to helping you without some we're just not helping revel you. revolutionary information here i i don't know what to tell you i've well you have then, you are welcome to ask questions and i will answer them to the best of my abilities but i'm as I said, I'm not responsible for your kidnapping or any of the things that were done to you. In fact, I, after finding out about them, uh, took some steps to ensure that the responsible parties were appropriately punished. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, I, Bertrand, but I, that's not really a plea, then. That's just, I, will I'm, you help me? I want me an inside and... check to see if he's deceiving us on that there. Okay, go ahead. 21. He seems to be telling the truth. Okay, so I'll, I have a couple questions then that have been burning a hole in my pocket, and figure now is as good a time as any. Uh, so first of all, you mentioned orders coming from on high. Are we, are we talking the gods here? Is this, is the true church directly under the knowledge and employ of the pantheon, or are you, like, operating in some secret shadowy deniable asset way what's going on here he considers this for a moment uh, who do you get your orders from he stands up and goes to pour himself a drink and uh makes a motion like do you do you want some to yes. the side oh, yeah of you. absolutely uh he pulls out a very fancy and expensive looking bottle and pours a couple fingers for anybody who wishes to imbibe. Um, I'm still getting over the being dead thing. And, you know, so. <laughs> Please do not consume alcohol within 24 hours of being resurrected from the afterlife. <laughs> well, it's just like you don't have enough blood, so it, it hits you really hard. Yeah. You're going to have a sip of Bud Light and just be out. <laughs> I uh, I don't drink mine because it's we've light. been down this road before. Yeah. Oh, I pour yours into mine. It's fine. <laughs> um. I, I do loudly and cleanly explain to Bertrand that uh, we have been poisoned by true church members under the guise of hospitality previously, so you have to understand that despite you not directly taking that action, you are part of an organization that is reprehensible. They wouldn't do the same thing twice. I'll just down it. It would be tacky of them, but they are very tacky. They have pretty high standards. <laughs> <laughs> You're having seriously... opposite conversations. <laughs> so yeah, who gives the marching orders? He sits back down with his drink and uh, he says, Well, the directors of our various complexes across the continent... Uh, receive orders from the Council of Proxies. I uh, haven't heard of it. 
I no, I expect you wouldn't have. What with the secret organization and cell structure, um, mm. he sips his beverage contemplatively and then shrugs and says, "I guess, really, honestly, it's a matter of time before you find out on your own." Um, and this yes. way we may prevent some property damage in the process. Also, yes. Um, I think they're important. <laughs> uh, let minimize property damage, not prevent, but yes. Anything that doesn't result in every object in this complex being set on fire is a win for me, so. Then I am here to offer you a win. <laughs> he says... The Council of Proxies is a, a group of five individuals who are, uh, their title comes from the fact that they are representatives of the Pantheon on the mortal plane. Um, direct avatars, it's probably a strong word, they're not as far as I know the gods themselves, but they're certainly very powerful individuals um and their powers do fit into the portfolio of our five uh, beloved deities whether or not they actually commune with the gods is something that i do not know for certain and don't particularly care about so i personally cannot answer your question as to whether we the true church get marching orders from the gods but that is company policy your proxies are they connected at all to these sub to, to your subdirectors? What prophecies? Your, no, your proxies. Oh, uh, the subdirectors here. You they can... all were very powerfully connected to the gods. I think we found. You can you can think of them as something akin to failed experiments. Experimenting on what? Subdirectors? That's what the subdirectors were failed experiments? Yes, that's correct. Are we? Uh, nobody's more faithful to Aquila than I am, so I have to be like this proxy person, and I just didn't. You'll like... have to excuse him. He got his brain scooped out and replaced <laughs> with. We assume well, a ball we're of gonna, yarn. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, fix, we're gonna fix that. <laughs> like, There's nobody with a greater connection to Aquila than me. I don't. I just can't fathom that. Uh, Bertrand looks looks at Desmond. Um, can everybody make an insight check for me, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 22. 14. Total of 20. Desmond and, and Chad, did I... 22. Okay. Or 23, rather. I didn't know we were going to roll dice. <laughs> How many times do we have to have this conversation, Christopher? We were openly planning on killing this man. Of course we're going to roll dice. No, we were going to talk our way out of it. Don't even. <laughs> when have we ever talked our way out of anything? 24. Um, it, you get the, the sense that he is, he is looking like a little past the prime material when he looks at Desmond. Uh, and he says, you know, you very, well be, you very well may be right about that. 
Please don't encourage him. That's even more unsettling. Cross <laughs> my, that. my arms a little smug. Oh <laughs> no, he's gonna be insufferable for like the next three days. <laughs> he wasn't already. <laughs> uh, McCoyle's favorite. <laughs> Bertrand, what's the point of all this? What are you doing with all these experiments and these kidnappings and these secret cells and these underground complexes and what's the point what great endeavor is being undertaken here i haven't seen anything being built or achieved just shuffling hallways full of empty faced automatons if you're working for the gods and the gods are good why do they have to keep this shit secret under now, hold on just a moment. When did I ever say that the gods are good? Yeah. <laughs> the gods are divine. They transcend mortal alignment and morality. Oh, God. Yep, and I'm sitting there nodding along. I'm mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. This guy gets it. You can't hold beings of incomprehensible power to the same standards as us. Yeah. Exactly what this guy said. How come you guys haven't seen this before? Desmond is already working on a little card that says Bertrand and Desmond, BFFs forever. <laughs> Friendship yes. bracelets. I would say, weirdly enough, this does kind of resonate with Tarajux just on the level of he has previously heard people try to describe the anchor storm as good or evil and the like, the definitions just kind of slide off the surface of it in a way that is so intangible and unapproachable. It's like, first of all, the idea of anything else besides the Anchor Storm having that level of deific inscrutability is insane. But does kind of get where this guy is coming from, even if he's misunderstanding the hierarchy of things. Yeah, supporting <laughs> all of this, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, well, so this didn't really answer my question. Um, Remind what me what's your question. Oh, yes. What what's are you the goal here? He, he gives you kind of a, a half smile and says, I think it's very bold of you to claim that you haven't seen anything achieved given the extensiveness of the organization. Um, also, I find your analogy to you know, long corridors full of soulless shuffling. Very ironic, given your background in the Juxian military, but moving past mm. that for the moment... Oh, I, That fucking cuts. I, <laughs> yeah. I go quiet. Uh, he, he says, even if we didn't have a greater goal, which I'm told we do, we wield a great deal of power in every major nation on this continent. Mm -hmm. power we, towards its own end we shape history in accordance with according to the proxies the will of the gods what greater calling can there be there's just one small problem with that I don't <laughs> I don't uh, I don't submit my will to the will of all the gods just one hmm. oh this I again that. I don't submit my will to any of them 
Thank you, Leyland. You're cool. <laughs> With the proper education and understanding, you two would just, you would see the Desmond. See the light. We are gonna get. Uh, we are gonna lobotomize you if we need to. <laughs> re unlobotomize. Re- yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. I. I was gonna suggest that. Uh, Maybe if you met with Angloria, you two could hash this out, and either she could bring you around to understand her views on the matter, or you could at least elaborate on yours and maybe clear up some of the, let's call them misunderstandings, but it sounds like uh, you're pretty bereft of concern for any misery that your organization may be inflicting here, and you're content to continue with things as long as you are the jailer with the key outside and not trapped in the cage. Oh, I I won't deny that the true church does some fairly reprehensible things in the pursuit of its goals, but I try to mitigate that where I can. Um, obviously, sacrifices need to be made for divine purpose, um, and that's frankly out of my hands. I, I simply do what the proxies tell me to do. I have a fair bit of free will and how those orders are achieved, but in some cases, things need to be done that are, to us, quite foul. Um, could I do any sort of arcana sensing on this guy to see if he is like exuding immense hatchling powers or get a sense of how much of a an ass-kicking we are going to receive here. Because, like, we've fought a lot of true church operatives at this point with crazy, almost instant loss powers. And is there any kind of that potential emanating out of this director? Uh, it just seems crazy to me that he would not be more powerful than the subdirectors. You can certainly make a check uh, along those cool. lines. I think um, Arcana, Arcana would be okay with that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a 15. You are definitely getting some kind of not-quite-natural vibes from Bertrand Half-Tallow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's got the gods on his side. Yeah. Mm. Only four out of five. (laughs) (laughs) So, nice time up. So what happens now? You're You're not coming with us. Correct. Which is, we're here for, you know... And Gloria wanted us to come for you. I'm we... afraid my uh, my sister and I are on opposite sides of this particular conflict, and our views are likely quite uh, irreconcilable. Um, yeah, that would have been cool for her to tell us, I think. Oh, she doesn't <laughs> know. She thinks I was kidnapped. Ah, well, uh, maybe you'd like to record a little message for her clearing all this up? Like a letter or a, a nice speech. I could I could write her a letter if you feel that would be helpful, sir. You could also just say it out loud. Either way, is kind of kind of. No, I I think Are this is the sort of thing. To walk out of here. I don't see why not. It, nothing serves me by engaging you in violence. And yeah, we get our we get our letter and we'll flush. It's no big deal. Yeah, and honestly, nothing really. It, we don't really gain anything by 
beating the snot out of you, if I'm being honest. At, at this point, I was kind of looking forward to it, but now I'm just can. exhausted. Yes, the subdirectors are are zealous in their efforts to protect uh, this One of them's office. pretty handsome, too. <laughs> he laughs. Let's go get our money Where? back. Where did they come from, the subdirectors? Oh, I imagine facilities quite similar to the ones where uh, you've woken up on on occasion. I would have to go and check the records to see exactly where from, but they are products and, uh, of the true church. They got in They're... with uh, their resumes rather than a black bag over their head, I assume. Yes, that is true. They bear some similarities <laughs> to us, so to say. Yes, only I the they did. affinity. Like, aside from that, they were radically different. Well, yours is kind of grumpy. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. Yeah, he's a dick. And I keep the body horror to myself, not other people. <laughs> That's true. Ched respects consent. <laughs> Bertrand shrugs and and says the the affinities manifest a little differently in everyone. He's got an affinity for being an asshole. Do you have any uh, any literature we could read to uh, brush up a little on the whole affinities and the nature of the gods and their position in the universe, or you know, any any reading you'd recommend? What got oh. you going down this path? Yeah, is there like a manifesto that we yeah. could be... I'm afraid I, I don't think I have anything plea. that you would be capable of reading. Uh, uh, as yeah. I'm sure you've discovered, there's a I'm great literate. deal of cipher work that goes into true church documents. Yeah, yeah tricky yeah. stuff, that. Um, that's too bad, and I, I don't suppose I could... I, we, could yeah. we like a good puzzle, though. <laughs> he he laughs and says, "No, no, it wouldn't it wouldn't serve either of us." And frankly, I would probably uh, deal have to deal with some repercussions from the proxies if they found that I was just handing you top secret research documents. Sure, of course. We are basically top. I mean, research documents. <laughs> That's true. Um... You don't have to give us the cipher. You can just transcribe something for us real quick. Uh, they are very paranoid about this kind of information. To the point where... Oh, Ed will probably blow up if he does that. There's There are several layers of safeguards in place, yes. Um, I... I step forward and kind of make like a little... You know, a little flourishing motion. A, a bit of stagecraft where if... You know, if Leyland was, say, going to pilfer anything out of filing cabinets, <laughs> now would be the time to do it while Bertrand's eyes are squarely on me. Uh -huh. And I say, clearly, we stand here, two men at opposite sides of a chasm that cannot be bridged, not by any mortal understanding. And I, <laughs> I play it up just a little bit. Um, and I, I stand there, one foot planted on a chair, chin upturned towards the ceiling and I say, truly never was there a tale of greater woe than that of Bertrand and his dear sister and 
Glorio. <laughs> Damn it. Why don't you why don't you why don't you go over in a corner and get him to work on his letter? <laughs> yeah, let's let's get that letter because I think that satisfies what we came here for in the simplest way possible. It does, doesn't um, it? And right now, a simple solution sounds really nice. I expect it does. I'm given to understand that you've had quite a time of it getting here. Oh, yes. Some of us more than others, yeah. pulls out uh, a couple sheets of parchment embossed with very fancy... Like, it's fancy letterhead. You know, from the office of the director. Oh, the stationery! Yeah. Uh, And he begins to write. Okay. Um... As he's well, doing this, I kind of reach through a shadow stealthily through under the desk and see if I find anything. Maybe. Well, there's like filing cabinets too, right? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm more curious about the desk. Just barely. But... <laughs> Underside is covered in keys. <laughs> <laughs> I will say he is he is sitting at the desk, so you do risk oh. drawing his attention. Alright, well then file cabinets. Okay. Um, You reach through a shadow underneath the filing cabinet and kind of tug at one of the drawers and find that it is locked. But the fiend! He's thought of of everything! everything. (laughs) It's almost like he's had plenty of time and warning to prepare for receiving you (laughs) in his office. Mm Mm-hmm. God, what an exhausting task. Here's the alarm goes off. Size, he has to go around and individually lock every single filing cabinet. He has to put away the fine china. He's like, ah, adventurers. Uh-huh. While Leyland is uh, doing the the lock-picking Leyland on one oh, of I these Oh, I tried cabinets. one and I gave up. Oh, okay. <laughs> While I think I'm still providing cover for Leyland because we didn't discuss this plan, um... I want to chat up Bertrand again and ask about the multiverse and say, uh, so the gods, mm-hmm. the big five, yes. the the big dogs in the house, if you will. Uh, it's an old Juxian saying. Um, just for Ordis or like everywhere? Or does the true church operate across all realities and continuities or are you more of like a local... Are you a local yeah, like, can we leave and just never come back and never have to deal with you? The five have taken great pains to ensure that they are the predominant deific force across the Great Wheel. Okay. And you follow along wherever they do. Yes. I see. Damn. Well, worth asking. Any uh any multiverses out there where you guys are not such dicks? <laughs> If there are, we haven't discovered them yet. <laughs> it's beyond science. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I wait for him to finish the letter, and presumably he has, like, a elaborate wax seal. Uh, yes. Except that the wax um, appears to be, like gelatinous blood he he pricks his finger and bleeds onto the parchment and it 
takes the shape of uh, the symbol of the true church. Is that a, a you thing or a true church thing? Because I won't lie, it's cool. He shrugs. I, there may be others in the organization who have similar capabilities. Okay, but it's like a you blood thing, not like a director thing. Yes. Neat. I think so. I immediately take the letter, uh, dangle it near Desmond, not touching him because he is moist, and I say, Desmond, can you please detect magic on this? Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I have to lick it! <clears throat> ah, crap! It's gonna be we moist. should have had you lick the envelope! No, you don't! That's bullshit. You've said, you've said since you became also, yeah. Desmond that you don't have to do that. So. Whatever. We'll do this later. Um, we're not taking this anywhere sensitive before we've uh, screened it. Bertrand, no offense to you, but you are a conniving bastard, and so is your organization. Precautions need to be taken. Perfectly understandable. I suspect that you will probably find some uh, magical residue on that with all of the eldritch horror uh, associated with our organization. So are you telling us that you have told the others to stand down on the whole kidnapping us whenever they seem it's time to, you know, run. I mean, they are letting us go, aren't they? I mean, Allegedly. this, well, this office is... When we walk in. He's like, saying other sects have been targeting us. Well, you know, if, if we name drop at the next one we're Oh, hey. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, Bertrand is hey, going like this. Bertrand <laughs> Aftow, he's going to come out. Yeah, yeah, but I can Doctor send him Doctor? a message anytime. Yeah, he's going to come spank you. If you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so where where do you fall in the hierarchy, Bertrand? I mean, I know there are other uh, branches, so to speak, but are you above or below any other branch out there? It sounds like it's the proxies and then him, right? Like, you're the guy for administration. It's the proxies, and then myself and the directors of the other major complexes. And below us are the subdirectors, and below the subdirectors are the cell leaders. Okay. So we're... Complex. Arclay, Arclay was largely there as a... Uh, a front organization. We were we were conducting a lot of business through the Arclay branch. Mm. Not anymore, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Where are the other branch? Yeah, we saw to that. <laughs> Quite. Where are the other branches? That I that information I do not have. I'm not privy to. That there's as you as you've seen a great deal of compartmentalization mm -hmm. to the true church. Sure, sure, understandable. Uh, we got what administration, probably like a some kind of executive or operations, peacekeeping forces. Typically, you have a logistics department. Um, I'm hey, sure we'll bump into them. I'm HR. sure you will. Oh, you don't you don't want to go <laughs> to HR. You're right. I <laughs> the don't. lights in the room flicker. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, they're they're not looking out for you. They're looking out for us. <laughs> well, um this has been awful, but uh, <laughs> uh -huh. awfully educating is what he I'll meant, accept right? this. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, 
this is probably a better outcome than we could have hoped for, given our usual track record with the True Church. I yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Glad I'm not in a tube right now. Um, I mean, we could put you in a tube for a little bit if it'd make you feel better. It would no, not, actually. It would do the other thing. Uh, that <laughs> thing where you mentioned the entire facility being on fire, if I see a tube, that's what happens. So let's... Okay. Well. Ixnay on the Ubte. <laughs> yes. Tig Latin exist in Jux? No. It does now. <laughs> well, you're Naldrax, so probably. <laughs> oh, God. That's just what all Aldraxans talk like. You can't understand a damn word they say. <laughs> so what is what does the machine over there do? Oh, it's uh, it's a copier. It makes <laughs> copies of documents. Oh, neat. Just yeah. paper. We should, we should get one of those. Paper, paper, parchment. Yeah. People. <laughs> you just steal the copier and blood. Oh, the the copier is like you know how uh, old computers like in the sixties were the size yeah. of a room. Yeah. yeah. I love that. <laughs> It's functionally like a, an automated compressed printing press. That's why your office is so big. It It is, yeah. I've, it's like coffee shaking and rattling and belching smoke, and then a yeah. meme of a cat comes out. <laughs> That's exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Eldritch Horror. That's an interesting segue. Um, you folks do much with the Far Realm these days, or... What, where do the gods feel on that? Because we've noticed it here and there, and it was not good vibes, to use a Juxian saying. The, the gods, as far as I can tell, seem to be very interested in the hatchling and the effects it has on the, the prime material. Oh, don't I know it! And outlying, outlying planes. Um, so... That's a lot of Eldritch Horror, and typically the more uh, suited you are to handling hatchling mutation, the higher in the organization you you tend to rise. Sure. You, so. uh, you, you see a lot of guys around here turn into gibbering Eldritch monstrosities when they get promoted too far, or is that, does that come with a complimentary jab? What's the... What's the policy there? We are very adept at screening for, um, let's say, unfavorable outcomes. Oh, isn't it just like a random roll of the dice? Well, think about it. If you have a lot of uh, experiments, then you can find trends and stuff. You wouldn't give somebody with like <clears throat> similar things to the... You try different things until something works. Yeah, so remember, why... they have literal centuries of data. Yeah. We, on occasion, will run into uh, poor and uh, misfortunate individuals who have been exposed to the hatchling in some capacity or another. And if we had a way that we could determine which ones will need to be excised for the greater good versus those who could be compassionately saved, I... I feel like we could do more good in the world, you know. So I'm always, I'm always on the lookout. Well, I unfortunately that's that's a question for research and not for me. Uh, I just well, shovel the paperwork. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to give him a ring. You might just, you might just have to do that. 
Good luck I, with that, though. I look around everyone to, to get a vibe. Like, are we, are we going? Are we punching this guy? What's, what's everyone feeling? Eh. The the letter go. is good, right? We got a letter. Yeah, yeah. Go. yeah we got the letter. Peace. All right, peace. He's going to get his in the end either way, whether it's from us or from the others or from well, uh, from Bertrand. the gods themselves. Uh, I won't wish you luck with what you're doing, but, uh, may your continuity, uh, give you some sort of comfort. Uh, if we end up in a tube again, I will be back and I will have strong words. I have no doubt that you will. And we leave. Well, just between, just between the two, after you guys leave, I'm going to turn to Bertrand and go, just between the two of us. Oh, who, is, who is Aquila's proxy? I need to know their name. <laughs> he laughs Ooh. and says, I don't know the proxies' names. They are defined by the masks that they wear that represent their respective god. I've only ever seen them in person once when I was formally inducted as the director of this complex, and I don't anticipate I will ever see them again before I die. What's Aquila's look like, then? Uh, like a mask of a yes. of a woman. It's very, very basic features, like eye okay. slits and a mouth slit. Yeah, they, they all have cool code names, so... Right. You know. right. And I, I tell him as I'm leaving, as someone who recently came into direct contact with one of the five, I can wholeheartedly tell you you're on the wrong side, and Hold up, what? We'll find that up out soon enough. Wait, wait, wait. All you have to do is die? <laughs> <laughs> no. Still not right now. That's nope. bullshit. I didn't meet anybody when I died. It was just dark and cold. You see? <laughs> you don't want to. Okay, I put my knife away. <laughs> <laughs> We're all wrestling a knife away from Desmond. <laughs> uh, we leave. Yep, but we should get our money back. We're not gonna get our money back. It, it's refundable. It's what? refundable. <laughs> no, no, it's not how, refundable. How would it be refundable? I don't want to. I go over there and I wild shape into a dragon and I say, oh, "Give us God. our money back." Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, if you want to kill yourself, then I'm not gonna be a part of it. I. Yeah. That I'm, is I'm, fair, Ched. Um. I know we're 30k down or 15k down or whatever it was, but we have yet to defeat one of the subdirectors in direct combat. We, sure most we got of it lucky was on my one money and resources, so <laughs> we got lucky on one, and the others let us go. This place sucks. I start. Yes. I start casting the flush. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, we all group up. Where, wait, yeah. where are you flushing us and to this time? It it's always goes to the same it's place. It's always, yeah. The His sanctuary in the ship. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Aquila's sanctuary in the ship. That's right. <laughs> no, none of you guys have made any other gods' sanctuaries in the ship. Uh, <laughs> Don't follow the five. I would like to backtrack a little bit to wherever uh, Leyland set off the explosion that uh, sealed off that corridor and pick up a uh, a sliver of stone that has broken off. Okay, sure. And then we can get flushed. Uh, 
you hear the now well i guess you've only heard it once before but the sound of water circling the drain um when you run back and grab onto somebody's hand just as the the actual flushing noise uh goes through yeah and uh the sensation is not unlike being on a water slide uh, before you are deposited in the Sanctuary of Aquila on the tree ship Teliferous. And I think that's where we'll call the episode. Whew, that was uh, hmm, productive, I think, for, for yeah. both Party and Dungeon Master. Um, mm. So, Ivan Joe, your host and Dungeon Master... Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Alchemist Club. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on the podcast hosting platform of your choice. Matthew, what are our socials? You can find us at thealchemist underscore club on Twitter and at thealchemistclub on TikTok. And our intrepid adventures today were... Daniel playing Chet Fleek. Hey y'all, playing future Aquila Proxy Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock. Matt and I play Leyland. Waffle playing Tarjux. Thanks for joining us. Hey, baby.